Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey everybody, it's Dale Luganville with the Full Scale Outdoors podcast. Thank you guys for joining me. Uh, brand new segment I'm releasing. This is the first installment of Waterfowl Wednesday. And uh, I'm going to be doing these with Nick A. Johnson. If you are a fan of the show, if you've listened to the show before, you know I've had Nick on before. He is a wealth of knowledge. He is a competition goose caller. Uh, all around good dude, good conversationalist, but he is like, he's a bird nerd. He's the doctor of ducks, the goose guru, whatever you want to call it. Uh, he knows a lot of stuff. His brain is very analytical. And so I proposed the idea if he would be interested in uh, kind of doing something like this on a regular basis. He was in. And in my mind, I started formulating a plan that eventually I would kind of pass off the reins to him for the Waterfall Wednesday segment. So I'll be in it a little bit, but eventually I kind of want to phase myself out and just let him run wild and just see kind of where his mad scientist brain goes. So um, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it evolves. But uh, for now, I'm part of it. And uh, we kind of just bounce stuff off each other. I try to let him go as much as I can. But so subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. I'm going to be releasing these every Wednesday. That's why it's called Waterfall Wednesday. Um, and if you haven't already, please rate, review it, and share it. Share it on all your social media platforms. And we're all on lockdown here in our shelter in place during the COVID-19 pandemic. And uh, everybody's looking for stuff to break the boredom. These are uh, going to be short, relatively short, easy to digest episodes. So have at them. If you are looking for other great outdoor content, you've already went through all your list of stuff and you're watching the same YouTube videos over and over again. Full Scale Outdoors Podcast is a proud member of the Waypoint Outdoor Collective. So go find Waypoint Outdoor Collective wherever you find um, your podcast that you're listening to now and you're going to find a bunch we keep adding more and more and uh, tons of great content on there also you can download the waypoint tv app which will have some the podcast will be on there but on top of that you get a shit ton of great tv shows documentaries and stuff like that all outdoors you know hunting and fishing you are guaranteed to find something in there great content that will keep you entertained so there's my little commercial for that 
Um, let's get to it. Um, here we go. Brand new, hot off the presses, Waterfall Wednesday right here on the Full Scale Outdoors podcast. Oh, here we go, boys. that sound this is a good one I like the Shelby interview though yeah he was fun he's a yeah. cool dude he is cool dude literally sounds like he's either NASCAR driver or a NASCAR announcer yeah man think so <laughs> yeah, yeah man he seems pretty he seemed really chill during the whole um, he was very chill he was yeah. a super cool dude i, I think he's, he's been doing that for like eight years and you get used to the fucking bullshit yeah, a little bit he definitely fits into that i could hang out with this dude category sure like, yeah we could just hang even if it wasn't podcasting or anything like that yeah definitely so i have been i have been pimping you out nick a johnson as we will affectionately just called nick j and then uh so I don't know. We're gonna see what this evolves into. But like, like I told you before we start recording, my uh, my secret mission here is to kind of eventually hand the reins over. As we, I'm gonna do this kind of waterfall Wednesday. I'll call it at this point. Well, Maybe we'll that's, see, what, we'll see what the contract says. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what it's always good. It's, hey, as soon as I start making money, I'll share it. How yeah. About that? <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> we'll see how it evolves and where it goes uh, from there. If we keep that name or change the name, because I mean, in my mind, I've thrown around as people have referred to you as like bird nerd. I think you self-professed bird nerd. Oh yeah. You know, doctor, duck doctor, the goose guru, you know, whatever you want to call it. Bad scientist. I look at know. birds on the internet all day, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see kind of organically what transpires for right now. We are going to call it waterfall Wednesday with Nick J. So it's Tuesday. I know, but it's going to be released <laughs> I know, I know, I know. on Wednesdays. Work with me here. I'm working with you. Uh, yeah, so we're going to – we're actually – this will be the first installment. We're going to pound out a bunch of these, so hopefully we'll keep the listeners well-stocked into the future. So I just kind of – Well, when you first brought you. this idea to me, you said, like, make a short segment. And I said, all right, well, what do you want to talk about? And I said, I know lots of stuff of, except dogs and boats pretty <laughs> yep, much. And so, and, and that's fine. You obviously stick with what um, – you know, and then more importantly than that, stick with what really interests you because the content will come across much better. Oh, absolutely. So, and I thought a great way to start it out would be um, talking about premium pellets. Perfect. Premium pellet alloys and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, everybody's always so interested in the super expensive shit. And um, is it really that much better? Blah, blah, blah. I mean, we're talking about shot shells that are going up to like $15, $16 each right now. Well, what was it? Heavy shot? Heavy shot's $4 like, each to five. Yeah, it was like, get them in a pack of 10. You know, you're yep, like, what for the $45. Hell? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, what? And I see people talking about them all the time. And the, the new TSS, that's getting up to be like 15 a shot. And, uh, 15 people, a shot? Like yeah. one shotgun shell. One shotgun 15 shell. 15 bucks. I was, I was shopping around for a box of 25 and it was like $340. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. But, um, better come with a guarantee. Yeah. See, people say stuff like that. <laughs> people will say stuff like, um, it better kill birds for me. It better clean it too. Right, right. And, right. uh, then you'll also see people that have shot it and they'll say stuff like, yeah, I noticed that it, it worked a little better. Like, uh, Okay, when it comes to hunting equipment, me and you have opinions, right? right? right. Decoys, you've got your opinion on decoys. Um, 
I got my opinion on decoys. We're both not wrong. I mean, we're both more right than each other on depending on the day. With sure. the shot shell nerds, those guys got th- something called a chronograph, and they also have stats. And uh, that's one really cool um, nerddom type of thing about the shot shell guys is they have they can back up everything they say. Can't let facts get in the way of good arguments. <laughs> no. I've been on Facebook. I know. But when you just look at some of the stats when it comes to premium shot shells, it is mind-boggling how much better these things are than your standard steel loads. And uh, I'm from I'm 33. I'm right at the generation where we never shot lead ever in our lives. Now you start getting 10 years younger than me, 15 younger than me. Those guys really have never shot lead. Which is what everybody has always, in my generation, because I'm 40s, and the, uh, everybody's like, why can we shoot lead? You know, it was like, right. as this, lead was like the savior of, of everything except for killing Yeah. after and, the fact. I mean, you see guys all the time who post something under one of these um, premium pellet alloy topics as like, I kill them just fine with my number two experts. Like, you have no, no you idea. No, <laughs> Because I use experts, I hate them. Oh, I mean, you can, yeah. But, I mean, for me personally, I don't have a dog. I'm allergic to dogs. Um, I like to hunt water occasionally. Uh, I cannot afford cripples. I maybe lose one bird a year. Like, I'm a cripple fiend. Yeah, if you're band hunting and you know it's banded, you shoot it and it's crippled and you don't get to go get it, yeah. you'll probably lose sleep for a week. Well, well even if, I <laughs> am hunt- if I'm hunting water and, bang, I take a marginal shot and it comes down, it's crippled, and I'm going to go row my boat out there in my little Karsten pintail, <laughs> go retrieve this thing, it's diving on me. Meanwhile, I can see a flock of five bombing my spread with a big orange neck collar on the lead goose. And I'm going to spend the next hour searching the cattails for this piece of shit. Like, no, can't happen. I don't hunt to cripple shit. So the premium pellets are a super good investment for a guy like me. And I would encourage anybody to get into the premium pellet alloy marketplace. It, It will dramatically improve your killing powers. Well, let's use this platform as its intended purpose and break it down. Okay, so like, here I got some numbers. So it's basically all about density, right? So if I were to throw a uh, wiffle ball at you at 1,500 feet per second compared to a cannonball, what's going to hurt more, you know? So that's the the same size, whatever, whatever. Um, So when you got steel, you're looking at 7.8 grams per cubic centimeter, whatever they call it. So it's the number 7.8, that's how dense it is. When you go up to something like bismuth, you're getting closer to 10. So that's about a 25%. 20 percent 25 percent increase in density now from there increase another 25 percent or so you get to lead which is like 10 and a half 11 or actually that's a little bit less than that you know like 10 percent more and then you get to uh, tungsten that's up to like 12 to 15. i mean now you're talking about something that's twice as dense as steel and now the new tss stuff that's coming out tss is classified as anything that's 18 or higher do you know what 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 that stands for or what is that's compromised of what is that made of yeah tungsten super shot is what it stands well, for it's tungsten <laughs> yeah okay. tungsten, it's tungsten super but it's shot. different from it's more dense than regular tungsten it's so. well uh, tungsten pure is like 21 jesus yeah so this is like you got to mix up like the irons and the whatever type of alloys to make it malleable and tss or tungsten super shot is not designed to be a pellet it's designed to be a uh, ball bearing in uh, premium ball bearings for i can't remember what industry and this is an honest question is tungsten 
is it malleable like lead? No. Not as? So no, it holds it, its shape. I'll it's say if it's a ball bearing, it can't hard. be – it needs to be super – so it's like titanium. That's where the cost of that tungsten pellets comes from is actually making the pellets because it is very difficult to get a material that hard, that round. Oh, and if you look at is. if you look at heavy shot, heavy shots like almost looks like weld flux and just like yeah, nasty it's a bunch shit. Of different tungsten shapes. super shot is spherical balls, so they are machining those things to be ball bearings. And right now, it's only available in two different shot sizes, seven and nine. So seven would be the shot you would use for honkers. Really? Yes, you'd use seven, seven shot, shot for honkers. Seven shot for honkers. That'd probably be good for up to around 60, 60 to 70 yards. Well, you're getting more pellets per <laughs> shot show. I mean, there's that. There is, but there's another misconception, too, with uh, premium pellets is that people buy their steel equivalent all the time. BB. BB or two-shot. You know, I got some I got some Boss Bismuth. Oh, what you get? I got two. Well, are you shooting coyotes? What the <laughs> fuck, dude? <laughs> no, I was going to use it duck hunting. Like, I always shoot so twos. So is it just the... the um, well, what weighs more? Uh, not collateral damage, but the... Um, there's a term I'm trying to think of. It's density. Like if you, it is density, but there's a what term. What weighs more, the, um, you know, a pound of feathers or a pound of bowling balls. You know, right, that right, sort of right, thing. right, yeah. right. So there's more feathers than there is bowling balls. Oh, there's a term. It'll come to me. Go ahead. But so just some numbers on like those pellets that you lose. Like if you are shooting steel, just let's just call it an ounce. I'm a 20-gauge shooter. A lot of my shot shells are like an ounce. Just steel to one ounce, you get about 125 pellets. Now you go up to something like heavy shot. Now you're getting closer to 95. So it's 40% denser, 35% denser. You lose 40 to 35% of your pellets. So that's going to create big old holes in your pattern. And, okay, I'm, I'm still trying to wrap my mind around the, the smaller shot. So it's denser. It's carrying more energy. Exactly. It's, it's going to cause more trauma. That was the word I was trying to find trauma, huh? when it hits. Yeah. Oh, God, yes. I mean, you So that's like we talked. That's why I like that gel thing. Like, I should try to find some ballistic videos online and, and post them along with well, this. Well, Federal came out with a shot shell that was TSS 7-shot mixed with elliptical rounded BB steel for their goose load. And when they were shooting the ballistics shell, the 7-shot uh, pellets were going in deeper than the BB. Deeper, but what kind of wound channel were they making? I, and what, I mean, that's I kind of what I want to see. I like, remember. Because I know one of, the, one of the, and this could be complete bullshit, because this is the stuff that you hear from old dudes. Okay. You know, and people that just repeat old As long as you didn't facts. hear it from a shot shell company. <laughs> no, it's just, you know, they're like, well, they just zip right through them. You know, whereas lead flattens out and creates all this damage when it goes through. It's like when you shoot that steel, it just zips right through them and doesn't cause any damage. No. It doesn't uh, hit any vital organs. It doesn't, you know. God, I mean, these, these premium pellets are hitting so goddamn hard. Like, I don't think that's create. I don't think that's, it's not an arrow. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's a big old ball that rolls through your body. Yeah, but I, th I do think that's going to be a hard thing for a lot of people to to grasp or to even accept. And I'm not doubting what you're saying at all, as far as like the smaller shot size being mm -hmm. just as effective as steel BB. But that's a hard sell. It's going to be a hard sell. It's going to be hard for people in their minds to go. But it's still a really tiny, tiny hole. Versus I'm making a bigger hole, which is why yeah. people shoot BB. I mean, I had the same thing. People, you know, when I was guiding for snow goose hunters, they come out and they're all, they're rocking three and a half inch, whatever they're using BBs. And I'm like, and until we finally get to shoot a Ross, I'm like, this is the size of a mallard. You don't need BBs. If you don't <laughs> drop your pellets, pellet size, when you're shooting uh, premium pellet alloys, you are going to get cripples because you can't go from 125 pellets down to 94 for heavy shot. 
Now, I just looked up the equivalent for uh, number two shot in TSS. It's 54. So compared to steel, 125 to 54. That's like 70% of your yeah, pelt. Yeah, that's a lot. Like you will have giant holes in your spread. You will have sure. you'll have birds getting hit with one or two pellets all the time. And I've shot like T and F shot at geese before, and they get the biggest, gapingest, most traumatic holes you can imagine. But they only get one of them. Sure. <laughs> and they and just depending be- on where that goes, yeah. where it hits them. Oh, and then you're chasing a bird that's just gushing blood when you get to it. Now, that's have actually- you noticed when you shot BB versus like two steel? If you shoot BB versus two, BB kills them good, but it doesn't crush them. That means like when you shoot two shot steel compared to BB, you're getting, okay, so BB in an ounce has only 72 pellets. So that'd be like dropping down, same as like if you were to shoot premium and number two. Um, dropping from 125 to 72. Yeah, the pellets hit them harder, but you never just get that pillowcase effect. Right. It's because you lose 30% of your pellets. Sure, that makes sense. You want to get more pellets on target. I would say, okay, so with what I was saying, like people trying to wrap their mind around it, to make a visual in your head, um, and I'm trying to sell myself on this right now, just to be brutally honest with anybody listening to this, if you're, if you're struggling with it, so am I, but I'm starting to get the, the overall picture. Yeah, the BB is going to create more damage. But like I said, maybe it's only one, two, or three BBs that hit, and then you're rolling the dice as, is it hitting a vital? Or am I just crippling this bird to die later? Versus I hit it with a dozen hard-hitting pellets, even though they're smaller. I've increased my chance of hitting well, why a not vital, do both? of breaking a wing. Why not hit it with more pellets and hit it with each pellet hitting twice as hard? Well, that's what I'm saying. With, <laughs> yeah. with, the, yeah, with the premium shot, I'm saying you're yeah. going to get – you're making more holes, and so your chance at hitting something that's important goes up exponentially. And it's when it does hit, even that BB versus, even if it's a B, one BB versus one premium shot, that one shot is hitting with more velocity. So a chance of finding that one BB that's just under the skin, I know we've all cleaned birds like that, where it's like it's sitting there right between the breast meat and the skin. It never went in any farther. Less likely that's going to happen. Oh, yeah. that denser pellet, that you're actually going to get penetration. 100%. Like, even uh, shooting, I don't prefer shooting BB steel, but one thing I like about it is you get pass-throughs. Like, you never yeah. have pellets in the meat. Number right. two, you'll end up with that stuff under the, the pellets under the skin. Yep. You'll never get that with, like, heavy shot. And guys, uh, I've known a couple guys who have taken to uh, jump shooting snows, and they are good at it. Like these guys aren't just yokels driving sure. around in their pickup trucks. They've got game plans. They've usually got multiple dogs, multiple ATVs for the cripple roundups. And when they do their initial jump, they're loaded with completely stacked heavy shot for the initial jump. And then like some six or seven steel for the cleanup. Okay. So like you got, you when each pellet will just get a pass through. I mean, you're going to kill multiple, multiple yeah, everything birds behind it with, yeah. with the, just, like sixes or fours for heavy shot, you're going to get more per, more birds per shot than you would in it like with just and most steel. Most people, and even even your normal steel guys, you, I hear this repeated all the time too, like uh, they'll use smaller shot for cripples, oh, yeah. for cleaning up cripples. Because you get so many more pellets. So why wouldn't you want to do that on your original shot? What's that? Why are you only saving that to clean up cripples? Why wouldn't you just use that on your it doesn't have original that per, shot? It doesn't have the... Um, energy to kill stuff past about 30 yards. Oh, okay. And it certainly isn't going to get a pass through and a kill on Not it. Not with steel. No, no, no. But with? Heavy shot number sixes, yeah, you can do that. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I'm not going to say I, – I, I like to say it makes it made pass shooting great again. 
It really did. That's and it. Make the hats. There is <laughs> print the t-shirts. There is nothing unethical about taking an 85-yard shot with some uh, heavy shot number twos that you've patterned out, and you know, like, okay, at that distance, I get this because I always shoot heavy shot for band hunts. Well, I've done um, 95% of my band hunts are unsuccessful band hunts. So, I mean, it's 11:30. It's getting close to noon or one. I'm kind of like, well, I'll probably do something else this afternoon. You get that one goose that's like hanging up, like with the perfect wind at like 70, 80 yards, maybe 90 yards, and it's just bucking the wind. And I'm thinking to myself, I think I think I got the lead down. I think I could lead that correctly. Whack! And man, do they make a thud. Yeah, they do when you get them. <laughs> and it's just really crazy. Like, here, listen to this. Like, here's a number four pellet. Just uh, some number four heavy shot compared to number four steel. A steel one, 20 yards. You're going to have, uh, let's see, energy is 4.17 is what it's going to hit the ballistic gel or the, the duck at. And then if you look at heavy shot at 60 yards, it's like 3.25. Is this like pounds per square inch or something? Yeah. What's the, okay. Foot pounds. Foot, foot pounds. pounds of energy. Foot pounds of pressure. Yeah. Oh, and it also it's got your uh, penetration on this Ooh. little chart right here too. Yeah. Who doesn't like good penetration? So, yeah, dude, 0.83 penetration for steel, number four is 20 yards. 1.95 for heavy shot at 60 yards. You'll have to send me that, that <laughs> graph. I'll attach it to this episode. So, yeah, it's getting damn near the exact identical penetration at 60 yards as steel does at 20. That's crazy. So people are like, you can't take 65-yard shots with that. No, I'd prefer to take 100. Hold my, <laughs> hold my beer. Yeah, no, you really, again, you really, long, really so, can. And again, at, at so my snow goose hunting brain is thinking this makes ton of a ton of sense because you're taking those tall shots. Your pattern is more open. The more pellets, obviously, the better. So just just having more pellets, but pellets that'll actually carry that energy makes sense. But typically, guys are going to be losing pellets because they're not going to uh, get their pellets small enough. Like, if, if you're used to shooting steel BB and you want to go to heavy shot, the equivalent is fives. Wow. You should be shooting five shots. People shot. are not doing that. No, and they don't even really hardly sell them because they, because the, like, it's what sells and people buy the four shot, the two shot, the BB. People aren't buying sixes, but the TSS right now is only coming in seven and nine. And so... I've only like um, looked into Boss a little bit, but the way they sell there's like you get these mixed bags, right, of different kinds of shot. No, I think you get a bag with um, bo like flattened boxes. They just are gonna send you a box with loose ammo in it. They yeah. don't they don't box it up for right, you. Right, they don't box it. But you're all they're all gonna be the same shot. Yeah, whatever oh. you order. Yeah, whatever you order. Okay, you I get. thought there was like mix. It the way it, when I looked at it, it, made it sound like you're getting a mix of you know whatever and whatever. I'm like, well, I kind of want to know what I'm shooting. I don't want so to. So if people want to know like organize that shit, myself. what's this pellet stuff all about? I would highly encourage you to start at Bismuth and start at like Boss Bismuth is a great brand. Or um, Bismuth is just gonna get you right up to just under what lead is. You're gonna want to drop at least two pellet sizes. So if I'm shooting twos. At geese, I want to shoot fours for bismuth, maybe fives, not twos, because you're going to lose so many pellets, you're going to have holes in your pattern. So you're just you're not getting more pellets when you do something like that until you get to like TSS sevens. You're just trying to get equivalent pellets, you know, okay. like hope, right. fingers yeah. crossed you get up there because this shit is so dense. Right. So like, uh, and bismuth is also the lowest price point you can get when it comes to 
a, um, a premium pellet because you're talking about a buck, a buck fifty per shell, not four fifty, not fifteen fifty. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. that is just that's uh, yeah, that's no one's shooting that shit. Turkey hunters, ha- it's well, a, turkey it's big hunters, a niche. Well, for, sure, for turkey hunters. Shooting, you should only be shooting once, right? I mean, so that's kind of a guarantee. It's like, well, I would spend more if I know if I'm you know taking a very few shots, and I have it's given me high confidence that I'm going to get the best pattern, the best range, the best lethality that i can out of that shot i'll pay the premium right but when it comes down to like snow goose hunting and you're like you're taking a bunch of borderline shots because you take what you can get you know that cut them taller not at all yep, mentality yep. and you're gonna run through a bunch it's like well there is there's I some guys that 15 like, bucks a shot no but no like i mentioned before though and i don't know how you'd quantify this you almost have to try to somehow figure out a dollar per dead bird ratio right to see because i've shot winchester experts and they're absolute dog shit in my opinion out of the guns that i've used now i've heard yes they're cheaper but do i kill more like how many more birds for a box i've heard guys say it's something like um, some guys they like i take less marginal shots because i know it's four dollars sitting behind the trigger so i save you know i'm not just willy-nilly throwing shells out there and now also you're Marginal shots are completely acceptable shots. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like, ah, uh, that's a little tall for steel. Yeah. yeah. When I mean, I've taken so I've taken and made a handful of pretty tall shots. I mean, I'm I'm a decent shot. So usually, you know, I kind of know what's my marginal and what's what isn't. You know, as far as like big game hunters or rifle shooters go, a lot of people think. You know, these 1,000-yard shots are unethical. Well, they're only unethical if you're not good What's at your it. distance in your head that you have for steel? Yeah, what, where are you confident? Uh, what, me? That, yeah. Oh. For steel. So you got steel two-shot in your uh, – you shoot a Vinci, don't you? Yep. So you got steel twos, an ounce and a quarter of it. Where, how I'll far are you stretching that to 70, on a honker? 70. Oh, not on, on, like, on, on a, a honker? No, on a normal on goose a normal hunt. Goose? A Minnesota, normal Minnesota goose hunt where you're just like, all right, you're by yourself. I'll take that shot. Ah, 60. 60? Yeah. I'm about – 37 on those yeah, I'll take a 60 yard shot <laughs> I'll take a 60 with um, the <laughs> but I just don't risk the the cripple I don't I don't usually do it either just because like well what if well, let's say glorified this glorified pass shot is like eh, a shot know. where you're confident there will be no cripple what like I can't get a cripple today I'm in this stupid Carson pintail now what yardage are we talking oh like we not I, like it's possible but like it's safe like I need, I know it's banded, and I need to make sure I harvest this bird. That kind of thing. Yeah, or just like probably. I don't want to work any harder than I have to probably today. Thirty. About yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's where I'm at is like yeah. thirty to thirty-five range before I'm like. That's like full confidence. Like when I pull a trigger, it's gonna die. Exactly, and I won't be paddling my ass for yeah. the next hour to get this piece of yeah. shit. No, when I when I've taken that sixty-yard shot, this is like I'm just hoping to knock it down. Yeah, and that's I'll take care possible. of it after. Right, and like when I'm shooting. Like on a little public lake or something like that. Same deal. About thirty to thirty-seven, yeah, yeah. and not before I'm like, no. Yeah. Thirty. Which, oddly <laughs> enough, on public waters, people stretch their. Oh yeah. They, they stretch their range out because they don't. So if I don't, somebody else will. It's like, oh god. And uh, when I when it comes to like shooting something like a heavy shot four or a heavy shot two, um, I'm looking to binocular geese, and I'm confident to a hundred. Like uh, if I put a binocular out there and I see a band and I put a rangefinder up and it says 86, I'm taking the shot. Oof, that's it's 100%. Yeah, completely 
in range. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's, See, it's that's not, crazy for a lot of waterfallers to, it's, to think in that. It's tw- it's 30 yards realm. still in range. You could it could be right. another 30 yards farther, you'd still have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could I could see that on some of like the band hunts that you do where it's like I'm you know, taking a bunch of shots, I'm not shooting non-banded birds, like I'm waiting until I know one's banded, like I'm out here to kill one bird. So it falls into that turkey hunting kind of mentality. I might spend 15 bucks a shot. Can I tell you something? For that. My gun is at the uh, gunsmith right now getting uh, scope mounts on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, dude. I'm not joking around about this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Take it to the next level. But those, um, now the TSS I was talking about, we were talking about pellet counts. And I'm saying you just hope to get equivalent. The TSS, man, when you, that seven and nine shot, you're now you're dropping the shot size down so small that you are getting more pellets. Like, Fuck loads more. That's all. Yeah. So they're like, shit ton. it's like ounce of two shot steel, 125 pellets. You're talking about like an ounce of uh, nine shot for ducks. Um, You're really gonna pillowcase some birds when dude, they when a, they're close. That's like With three, that. two, two fifty, three hundred, I think, up in that range. You're just so you're see doubling feathers flying everywhere. Literally doubling or. Two and a half times in your pellet count, and each pellet is that much more devastating. Like, I just like it's fucked up. The term pillowcase is kind of stupid because a pillowcase doesn't make any fluff. Yeah, maybe we should call it a pillow. I know p- pillowing would be pillowing. The best, yeah, pillowing you know? would be better. But pillow, I pillowcased it. Oh, you grabbed all the feathers and put them in a bag, and or not even that. So you. Have a bag like, with feathers yeah. in it, and then you put a covering over it. That's what you just did to that goose. Well, you, you, maybe we should call you it like gently covered that with some nice soft silk. Well, what would be a better one? Maybe flower bag. We flower bag. Flower bag. I don't know. Just in general, hmm. does it? Whatever. I'm like, you know, pillowcase yeah. doesn't really make. It's gonna sense. bother me the rest of the day. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> we dandelioned it. Well, did we cover this topic? Yeah, let's wrap this one up. You got right. any closing uh, statements on, on um, Sean? Nope. Get into some premium pellet alloys. Encourage your friends to as well. Stop chasing cripples and uh, stop having cripples that you don't retrieve all over the goddamn countryside. There you go. Be Sorry. a more ethical, accurate uh, sportsman. Look into uh, premium pellets. All right. Later. Thank you for listening to the Full Scale Outdoors podcast. I truly, truly appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe, rate, and review. A five-star rating would be fantastic. Um, I love reading the reviews, so leave me a review. If you have uh, anything, any questions, anybody you'd like to have on the show, it it could be anything. Please don't hesitate to uh, message me. You can hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, um, Dale Luganville at Full Scale Outdoors. Dot com. Um, you can send me an email. This is it's as easy as that. So, Full Scale Outdoors podcast is a proud member of the Waypoint Outdoor Collective. And remember, whatever your passion, pursue it full scale. A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. Oh, I'll be over there, baby. Right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.